Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of NatChats where we talk about all things dysfunctional about being in our 20s and so much more. And on today's episode, we have my boo finally here with me, Kushlan. In the flesh. Yes. Hi, everybody. And today, we're going to be talking about the cycle of capitalism because I think right now in MCO, we've all kind of increased our level of spending. Yeah, we've increased our consumption of buying stuff because... You know, I read a statistic the other day where it was actually um, the fashion and beauty market, right? Mm-hmm. Or just like, yeah, fashion, beauty and like just e-retailers, e e-retailers mm-hmm. in general, their ac- capitals and their profits have actually increased throughout the pandemic because like everyone's at home, everyone's just buying shit. Yeah. Ooh, if you have the funds to buy shit, people are just buying whatever the fuck they want. So like that's a sector of the economy that's like not failing. Yeah. That's why like even like J and T and all that, like yeah, they're getting true. so much more business now. Yeah, and that's why the um workers actually did a protest or like they just like oh yeah, it wasn't a protest or it was a strike. Yeah, it wasn't a protest. It was a strike where they were like throwing the like parcels out, and I'm like, it's not the parcels' fault. Yeah, it's your company's fault because yeah. they're overworking you guys and not increasing your pay at all. Yeah. Like, don't take care of parcels, please. Take it out. Burn, just burn your <laughs> HQ down. Yeah, it's so ridiculous because their profits are increasing by so much and they're yeah. not even... They're decreasing their yeah. wages instead. They're de- yeah, it, apparently they're decreasing their wages and also they're like hiring more staff and promising like the... Not, no, there are no increase in wages at all. Uh, exactly. Which is terrible. Yeah, so that's capitalism for you. But yeah, I think there's a lot of factors that get, go into it. So maybe like the first thing that we can dwell into is like, what do you think are some of the influences that the internet has affected consumerism? Well, there's a lot of ways. It depends on the... I mean, the internet is so vast, right? Yeah. The internet, like, you have, like, e-retailers, especially, like, Shopee and Lazada, where, like, they're constantly having lives, and they're constantly selling shit that you don't need, mm-hmm. but you want, because, like, I feel like these live streams of, like, stuff has only, like, increased, like, this past year. Yeah. So I would say, like, the internet is, like, plays a huge part in consumerism. Consumerism, especially when it comes to, like, clothes and, like, beauty trends, because they literally, like, dictate the trends, and, like, nowadays, you don't really look at, like, like back in like the 2000s for example we used to like see like celebrities and what they were wearing because like the internet wasn't as huge as it is now right but nowadays you literally have like you literally go on like internet you can see like on pinterest or like people people are making like youtube videos on like how you can style this how like this makeup tutorial that makeup tutorial like calls on like why you need this on like why you need that or like i don't that a lot of youtubers have like Shopee must-haves oh. for example they do videos where you have the words they have like keywords that strike there that like appealing to the consumer where it's like you need this in order to fully sustain and survive as a human being but in mm. reality like you don't really you don't really need these things but yeah I feel like that plays a huge part in like warping your senses into thinking like you need so- and obviously I've fallen victim to it I'm not gonna like not say like you know I'm I'm a perfect uh, a hyper aware consumer where I don't fall into like these like capitalistic traps but essentially I do and like you just have to be aware of like what you're buying and just be aware of like your own like spendings and like just be aware whether like do you need it Mm. or is the internet telling you that you need it you just need to be self-aware self-aware and in tune with your inner spending um fairy period yeah true though and also like if you don't I don't know if you realise this but like fashion YouTubers have changed drastically over the years. Yeah. Like, last time they used to create, like, these huge clothing hauls. Yeah, hauls used to be huge last time. Yeah. But I feel like, it's still big right now, but it's a lot lesser. No, it's like, hauls are, like, different now, because you now know a lot of people, they do, like, try on stuff, and they don't use the word haul, they'll be like, I spent blah 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 mm. in 
fashion over, for example, and people will be like, okay. They, like, for example, they'll be like, I spent a thousand pounds in Fashion Nova, like, see what you can buy with Fashion Nova, and most, if not all the time, it's a sponsored video. True. And then you'll be like, hold on, I'm looking, yeah? I'm looking. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like, I feel like hauls are still prevalent, mm. but they're not labelled as hauls. They're labelled, in di- they're done in different formats, they're done in different ways, yeah. where they, the audience is still being enticed to buy the product, Yeah. but it's not being shown in like, I brought this, I brought that, I brought this, I yeah. brought that, you know? Yeah. Because I feel like whenever I watch haul yeah. videos, in the comment sections, right, pe- some people will hate on it. They'll be like, oh, why are you spending so much money mm. on like big bulk of clothing? It's not like you don't have any clothing yeah. at home. When you have like a pile of clothes sitting in their closet, right? Exactly. So it's like, it's so different. Like you really gonna drag like shit, you know, now when, if you don't use your words properly and if you're yeah. not ethical. Yeah. I mean, especially now where it's like people are like, People even do sustainable hauls. Huh? Oh, yeah. Okay, I've seen like YouTube YouTubers where they're like, sustainable haul. Mm. And it literally is a haul of fucking clothing also. Yeah. But the only difference is it's from a brand who like creates like, who uses like, like they don't use like typical rayon. They use like a different kind of material similar to it. Yeah. And they're like, sustainable. That's true though. And also like, if you watch documentaries of fast fashion, like, it's so different. Like, for example, H&M, they have like this H&M conscious line. Oh yeah, the conscious line. Yeah, but yeah. But it's not actually that conscious as you think it is. You I mean, I'm sure it isn't. I mean... It's H&M. It's, it's H&M. Yeah. Like, I watched this documentary of this comedian he was talking about it. He said like, yeah, obviously they'll tell you like, this dress is made out of 50% recycled um, well, good, plastic. Yeah, like recycled materials. Yeah. Yeah, but if you really weigh how much they're actually producing in terms of like unethical behaviours compared to ethical behaviours, it yeah. kind of like... What's the point here? Yeah. Yeah. It's only uh. if they completely like demolish their unmoral yeah. ethics. And also like, like, we know, I mean, okay, we as in, we are hyper-aware, I feel like we are sort of like hyper-aware consumers where we know like what's yeah. going on. We've seen the hordes on piles of clothes from H&M, Zara, Topshop yeah. in like those landfills. They yeah. just get filled and filled and filled and filled and filled mm-hmm. and it just get burnt. Yeah. Like there is no one, there is, they don't give that clothes away to like people who need like do you know that um brands like uh lv and like coach apparently like bread the bags like they don't they i, I think it's only lv if i'm not mistaken okay. like bags that like, don't sell well in stores will sometimes just get like burnt are you serious yeah they'll just literally like take it the whole bag and like they'll be like okay we'll throw it away and burn it they won't even send it to like an outlet or something because they're like whatever yeah because if they send it to an outlet then it's it, like, like lowers the value yeah lowers exactly the quality. yeah because and i'm like supply. what's wrong with yeah. an outlet like it's good one day I want to I, I want to like save like one thousand ringgit and just go to an outlet. And just it. <laughs> I just love outlets. I don't know why. Like, if I don't need the item, then obviously I won't buy it. But if I really want the item, I'll just buy it. Yeah, like oh my god, I want to go to Genting Premium. Same. Like it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. I want to go to Genting Premium outlet and just see what they have. Like yeah. I'll just bring. I'll definitely buy Nike shoes. Like if I go, to, oh my god, not us, not us being, <laughs> being consumeristic, consumeristic on a anti-consumerism podcast. What is this behavior? Yeah. But yeah, like if I do go to an outlet, yeah, like a Nike outlet, I definitely buy shoes because every time I go to an outlet, because when I went to um, Johor Premium Outlets like a few years ago, I mm. bought shoes mm. and I still wear them because yeah. I love I love the shoes I bought. Yeah, and they're still good. So, but Nike is still, although the price tag is high, it's still fast fashion. So. Yeah. It's a considered fast fashion. I mean, as we said, like, we are not perfect human beings. What we do yeah. is, we try to prevent, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, we try to prevent our spending from going so badly. 
But we try not to spend blindly. Yes, yeah. we try not to spend blindly. Exactly. I think like in the past, like especially when we were first, I think we were like 13, 14 years old when we go to Mid Valley. We will Diva buy Beach. Diva. Do you remember Diva Beach? <laughs> Diva is now Lomisa. I mean, I can say it lah, but yeah. Diva is now. I mean, I'm not Technically, like. Technically, it was, yeah. Yeah, I'm not like throwing the brand under any bus or anything, but like Diva is now rebranded as Lomisa, but Diva was basically, for people who don't know what Diva is, Diva was like. Lovisa but for children yeah but for like kids they had a yeah. lot of like tween stuff oh my mm. god the fucking moustache the moustache ring the fucking owls oh my god <laughs> I have a headache thinking about it <laughs> we lived through a wild time the glasses without the frames oh the, sorry the glasses without the glass just the frame oh my god you know the Hello Kitty frame one <laughs> you had it don't lie no I didn't have the Hello Kitty one I had you the Ray Ban ones I didn't have the Hello Kitty ones oh, okay, I remember okay. I bought the I remember I had the black Ray-Ban ones and the purple ones. Oh my god. Oh my god, you <laughs> I actually have goosebumps thinking about it, it's gross. Oh my god, and then like, you know the galaxy printed stuff? Oh my god, the galaxy <laughs> leggings. Jesus uh, Christ. Ew. That's like the first thing you enter when you, when you go to hell. Like, <laughs> seeing someone greeting you wearing galaxy fucking leggings. <laughs> galaxy leggings and a moustache crop top. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, oh my god. The horror. Literally. Like, that's like the first thing you see when, you're, when you go to hell. They're like, hi, welcome. <laughs> welcome. You know that TikTok where like a bunch of girls at the stairs and there's a kappa? Oh my god. Yeah. They're all of them wearing All that. of them wearing galaxy crop, <laughs> the galaxy leggings and moustache crop tops with the owl necklace. Oh. And the, like, and the glasses without the glass. The tragedy. Oh my god. Can you imagine if one day that's revived? <laughs> oh my god. I hope not. I hope to god not. I can see, you know, especially the galaxy leggings. And the... Uh, oh my god. What? I'm not sure if you remember, but they had the um, high-low dress. Bitch. <laughs> I think I still have it high in my low wardrobe. Dress. Yeah. Oh my god. That was... Okay, to be honest, right? That's damn fucking ugly lah. I know. High-low dress were fucking... Oh, it really, like, you had to have the figure to, like, compliment Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. That's true though. It's not for everyone. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Trends were damn dark-sided lah. But honestly, that's what our thoughts were of the early 2000s and now everyone's wearing Y2K yeah, stuff. Yeah, but I will, you will never catch me out in these streets with low-rise jeans. Same. You will never catch me walking around with low-rise jeans. No. Maybe... Mid-rise is okay though. Sorry? Mid-rise. Mid-rise look at me, yeah, but yeah. never low-rise jeans. Obviously, you'll catch me around walking with my you know cute little shoulder bag. Mm-hmm. Definitely, babes. Yeah. But never low-rise jeans. <laughs> You will never catch me slipping in low-rise jeans. I'm sorry, I'm just too fat for that. <laughs> I can't. I can't pull it off. I mean, I feel like you cannot... It's nothing wrong with wearing whatever you want, but sometimes you don't blindly follow trends. Uh. Like, I know yeah. a lot of trends don't fit me. Yeah. And I'm fine with that. <laughs> true, true, true. That's why I'm, I'm, I stick to my mom jeans. I stick to my high-waisted jeans. Yeah. I feel like, even right now, dude, skinny jeans are not a thing anymore. Yeah. Okay, low-key, I would still wear skinny jeans. I would still wear black skinny jeans. Yeah, I would still wear black skinny jeans. Yeah, yeah. Black skinny jeans, yes. Not like blue. Denim, yeah. Not white. No, I used to have fucking red skinny jeans. I think I had to. From Zara. Yeah, probably. I had red skinny jeans. Ooh. Oh. I mean, that was back when we were transitioning to our own style. Yeah, that was when we were still finding ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I remember last time we had like these... Tum- last time where we had a tumbler. Yeah. Fuck, do you remember when Aztec print was a thing? Aztec. Oh, like oh the tribal god. print Tribal print, the Aztec yeah, print. Yeah, yeah, they had yeah. like Aztec prints, like socks, oh my god. shirt. Yeah. No shade to Aztec print. Like, I'm not like... Uh, Aztec print is still okay. Yeah. But it's not... Although I think about it, like it didn't suit 
it, I feel like SI Prince shouldn't be like a trend because it's like Prince that actually like people in different cultures like still right. use it. So I wouldn't like call it a trend because it's not a trend, definitely. Yeah. But I would say like when it was trending between like when it was super popular, I feel like it wasn't the worst mm. trend. Yeah. But yeah, I'm not saying it's a trend, obviously. SJWs don't come for me, yeah. <laughs> Though this is not the place. This is not the time. Don't cancel culture me now, okay? Please. Yeah, that's true. But like, I feel like over the years, companies also have adapted to the way they have marketed their products. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think different companies have marketed the current trends and brands lately though? Current ones? Like what what have they done differently now? Some are fucking stupid, but some are still fucking smart. Okay, okay. so basically an example off the top of my head. Okay. So basically um now with like makeup and makeup and mm. like skincare. Skincare is all about like clean, sustainable ingredients. Yeah. But makeup is all about like it's less about IG baddie, um, caking your face, mm. putting on a lot of like um, concealer, a lot of bronzer, a lot of like a lot heavy dark eyebrows. It's more like natural beauty, like yeah. you know, fluffy eyebrows, light foundation, yes. um, concealing where you need to, yeah. more blush, less bronzer, mm. very glowy skin. Right. A company that came, a company that comes into mind that fucking did so badly was you know Becca Cosmetics. Oh, the highlight. The, the, yeah, the ones that Bobby the They actually came up with a zero pigment line. Okay. Where they had a pigmentless foundation. So it was just a clear foundation. Okay. They marketed it as a clear foundation and they also came out with different clear products. Like, if I'm not mistaken, there was a clear lip gloss. Okay. Which is whatever, it's a clear lip gloss, which yeah. is me wrong. But the one thing was, they are, let me just go and look it up first, hold on. Okay. Basically, that they, they had like a, it was marketed as a zero pigment foundation. Mm. It's basically called the Becca Cosmetics No Pigment Foundation. I'm on their Sephora tab now. Mm. So what is it? It's a new makeup and skincare hybrid that smooths and blurs the appearance of skin while hydrating all day with a transparent matte finish. It's a motherfucking primer. It's not a (laughs) fucking foundation. I don't understand why they need to add the word zero pigment foundation. Right. if you want to come out with a clean, sustainable, like, just come out with a fucking tinted moisturizer, lah. And then have this primer as, like, a subsidiary. Oh, Sephora's having 15% off. Why? <laughs> Sorry. Ignore me. But, yeah, I mean, that they really pulled the plug with that because that was a terrible line. And do you know they're closing down now? Oh, the, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire yeah, brand are closing yeah. down now. Yeah. So, I'm waiting for their closing down sale, yeah? Okay? <laughs> Apparently, it's a thing in America already where it's, like, things are going for, like, 60% off already and I'm, like, Maybe Americans made some points this time. But, yeah, I mean, things like that where it's like companies really, like, are mm. doing a terrible job. But things like other parts where, like, I noticed a lot of brands that, like, a lot of brands are adapting the Korean skincare and Korean makeup way of, like, branding. Because I noticed that a lot of people, a lot of uh, American brands now are doing, like, a lot of, like, shimmery stuff. They're okay. doing more, like, gloss, glossy lips and, like, tints. It's less about the pigment and more about the wearability and the comfort mm. of the product, I feel. Like, one, I noticed that a lot of companies, like, for example, um, sorry, M Cosmetics, Michelle Fan's right. cosmetic line, she right. comes up with products that are like that. And I feel like M Cosmetics is a really good example of a brand that is slowly building their consumer base and also giving out really quality products and like although the products are slightly more expensive I really want to try a product mm. from them one day right when I have enough money and I'll be like girl let me try this gloss yeah, yeah. but yeah I really want to try something from um, M Cosmetics but touching on touching back on the topic of hyper consumerism mm. I hate Colourpop <laughs> 
Colourpop comes out with new shit every day. Mm. And it's just... Colourpop... Colourpop is not the Colourpop we used to, like, like in, like, 2017, 2018. Okay, like, what's the difference? They're literally coming out with... Okay, for example, they're coming out with pal- a new palette once a week. Oh. They're coming out with new products every day. And people don't know what the fuck to buy, lah. Yeah. It's just, like, new things, new things, new things, new things, new things, new things, new things. And I'm like... they're. Lo- I feel like they're losing their brand value. There's, right. like, no value in buying Colourpop because they were, like... Launch it, it will sell out, they will restock it one more time, and it will just be gone. Mm. And it's like, so what is the purpose? There is no, there is no specialty anymore. There's nothing that's intriguing because it's like, yeah, they always come up with like Disney collections. They always come up with like, they had an Animal Crossing collection. They had so much potential. Yeah. But it was just a bunch of shitty ass glosses and (laughs) ugly ass blushes. Right. And I'm like, you are the architect of your own misfortune. Mm. Colourpop, cosmetics. Right. You are the architect of your own fall down. You are the architect of your own demise. Yeah. So that's on you. That's not on the consumers. That's on you. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind still buying from Colourpop mm-hmm. when they have a sale. Mm-hmm. That that being said, I'll only buy what I need from them. I personally really like their super shock highlighters, which is their cream highlighters. Their oh, OG formula. Okay, okay. I love that because it's a banger, yeah? Yeah. I also really like their... What else do I like from Colourpop? Yeah, that's it. Oh, I also like their bronzers. Like, their powder bronzers. But they've discontinued literally every fucking powder bronzer mm. ever. So what is the point in buying? I really want to try their concealer. Mm. They have this one hyaluronic acid concealer. But I don't need it. I'll try it when it's like on sale or some shit. But yeah, I mean, Colourpop is just... Colourpop is hyper-consumerism in the beauty industry at its finest, I feel. Where it's like cheap products, mm. constantly shelling out products, mm. no set brand identity, to be honest. Mm. And like, it's just boring. It It's so much that it gets boring and I don't even check up on them. Yeah. That being said, Colourpop, if you want to hire me, <laughs> if you want to hire me to do some branding or like product development, I'm available. After literally just shading them though. Yeah, I mean like, it's constructive criticism. It's constructive criticism. Although I'm in a casual environment, I'm in a podcast. Yeah. I may come across as a talking shit and being a motherfucker. Yeah. Hire me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's very different. Even like with different celebrities coming out with cosmetics. Oh my brands. god. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay. Remember how celebrity perfumes were huge when we were younger? Yeah. Celebra- celebrity makeup is the celebrity perfumes of now. Mm. Celebrity... Oh my god. Celebrity <laughs> makeup. Kim Kardashian, Wes, just delete your... <laughs> just delete Kim Kardashian. KKW Beauty. Lady Gaga, I love you. House Labs is not it. <laughs> House Labs is not it. Rare Beauty, I'm looking at you respectfully, yeah? But in the beginning, when they first came out... When they I first came out, doubts. I thought it was shit. I, I honestly, I went, yeah. sorry, I'm like... Selena Gomez. Yeah. What? What, what do you think? Quickly! What is the reasoning <laughs> behind this? But then... They came out with it and they... I'm not going to say they proved me wrong because nothing is shouting at me yet. But I wouldn't mind trying the foundation concealers and their cream blushes, you know? It looks nice. It looks like... It looks good. If it came out in Malaysia, I would like go. Mm. Like, yeah. That being said, Rihanna is a blueprint for all these celebrity makeup brands. Kylie Jenner. I guess. (laughs) Not really. Kylie Jenner... She's a cute girl, I guess. But Rihanna is the blueprint. Yeah, she is. Although Kylie Jenner started earlier... Mm. Rihanna is the blueprint for celebrity makeup brands. Everyone else, um, yeah, that's not necessary. Not needed. Yeah, I feel like Rihanna. She really, 
changed the game when yeah. it comes to makeup. She really did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, makeup in general and also like popularizing celebrity beauty brands, I feel. Yeah, that's true though. Like, it, yeah. even look at her Fenty, like her, her fashion show. Yeah. It's Rihanna's world and we're all just living in it. Yeah. And I'll be okay. <laughs> that being said, Fenty, if you want to hire me, <laughs> I'm available. Drop I just don't want to run your social media because I see that you guys post quite frequently and I don't want to be that pressured. <laughs> just hire me for like, I don't know, like, um, product development or like branding stuff or like PR yeah just don't ask me to run your I'm pretty sure they have some sort of agency running their social media la, however, la. I don't work for that agency <laughs> <laughs> I can be the person who approves the content logo up but I don't want to live it yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah so I think like in terms of the beauty industry there's a lot to it but going back to the fashion industry I feel like it has changed over the years but like when it comes to fast fashion right how do you think it has changed now. Now that the thrifting game is like being introduced all of a sudden. Thrifting is a new fucking fast fashion. I don't yeah, care what kinda. anyone thinks. Mm. Thrifting is so hyper-consumerized. Mm. Okay, that's speaking from like a... Are we speaking from like a western lens or like a eastern lens? I think you can talk on both sides. Okay, because western lens, right? Yeah. If you think about it, thrifting has been so popularized mm. in general. Like everyone has been thrifting ever since like... Um, ever since like I've been like watching Three Falls on YouTube please like 2010, 2011 okay. so like I know about it but but I feel like thrifting like before in general I had always a bad connotation to it it's always like poor people yeah and like oh you're so fucking poor go thrift sh- you're so fucking poor you only can afford a thrift store yeah and I'm like now literally like thanks to like people like Emma Chamberlain and like mm. else like yeah people like her who have like popularized have like popularized thrifting and made it seem cool mm. now people are like you know, doing and like, oh, they're always like, thrifted this, hee hee, I'm so cute, so unique. And yeah. I'm like, bitch, I just know you were the same person five years ago who were making fun of that one girl who had, whose family had no money to buy like mm. new shoes for her for the new school year and you mm. guys were making fun of her. Mm. So bitch, I'm waiting for you outside the door, yeah? <laughs> when you come out of the door, I'm gonna fucking beat you, yeah? I'm gonna beat you, yeah? Yeah. But yeah, I mean like, thrifting has been like, it's so different. It's so different to the point. Okay, and then also in like a, in like in Malaysia especially, mm. I started thrifting in twenty seventeen, like mm. early mid twenty seventeen, right after SPM and Papa Music, because I didn't thrift. Yeah, I didn't thrift. Twenty sixteen actually. Twenty sixteen. Oh, yeah, yeah, college, college. Like yeah. late twenty sixteen. Yeah, late twenty sixteen. Like that I first started like thrifting, and that was when it wasn't. Super popular. People were obviously thrifting then already. Like, I'm not going to say, oh, I popularized thrifting. Everyone went thrifting after me because I'm such a dead fucking sector. I'm not going to fucking say that because I'm not a fucking idiot, right? Yeah. I feel like people only started, um, I started thrifting then and it started, I noticed it started picking up amongst a lot of other people mm. after, like, in late 2017, mid, uh, mid-2017 or so lah. Because, the thing is, um, one thing I noticed when I knew that it was picking up was mm. when I went to a, when I went to the thrift store, thrift store that had so many good denim jackets. I think I'm pretty sure I've told you about this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I went to a thrift store that had, or I used to always get my denim jackets exclusively from there. I didn't go to that particular thrift store in about like five six months. I went there one day and none of the denim jackets were there anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, that's when you really know some shit. What the hell? What the hell is this? Her name? Yeah, yeah. That's that, true. That's when I knew that okay, yeah, people are starting to pick up on this. Like, yeah. This like phenomenon. Mm. So, thrifting in Malaysia essentially started. Not started lah. Essentially was 
the main consumer base were foreign workers or low-income families, yeah. like B40s, for example, yeah. whose families had, like, no money, and whose families and workers had no money to, like, afford, like, what, brands outlet, yeah. FOS, Panini, yeah. yeah. brands like that lah. So, obviously, they had to resort to thrifting to, like, buy new clothes and, yeah. like, buy new shoes and buy new furniture even. And, like, even, like, because, um, Jalan Jalan Japan has, like, a baby section, right? Where you right. can buy stroller, where you can buy yeah. whatever lah for your fucking child. Yeah. And then you can buy stuff like that. Mm. So, it's, like, I noticed that once it started picking up, I had this thought even like way before. So I'm like, if more people buy stuff like this, there's mm. going to be less of people who actually need it. Right. And more people who have the funds to buy clothes um, from like, um, what do you call it, more expensive brands. Mm-hmm. Like, they are taking things from low income. Obviously, like, I'm partly guilty of it. Like, because although I can like afford like FOS and I can afford like, what brands outlet and the occasional H and M, but I'm sorry, but the best jeans I've ever bought were from a thrift store. Same. The best jeans I've ever bought were from a thrift store, and for me, I feel bad. I feel bad for people for like the clothes that I've taken. I'm not taken like because it's like technically fair game for all, but yeah. like, I. I feel bad because like other people could have other people from like lower incomes could have gotten like those clothes, but at the same time. I'm not wasteful of the clothes. I wear them all the time. Yeah. Like, there's this one pair of jeans I bought in, like, 2017. I still wear them to this day. Like, mm. they, are, they, they fit so well and they're, like, I just love them so much. Mm. Even, like, belts and, like, shirts mm. I still wear that I bought, like, four or five years ago. Yeah. So, it's, like, you just have to be, like, hyper-aware as, like, a consumer of making sure you're not wasteful of the things because a lot of people, they, like, thrift clothes and it's sort of, like, replicating fast fashion where they wear it one, two times mm. and they just completely ignore it. Like, yeah. ever. Like, they just don't think about it because mm. it's, like... To them... It's cheap. It's cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. sort of, like, the same thing as, like, buying, like, a shirt from Uniqlo. You know those, like, 10 ringgit packages from Uniqlo? Mm. Where it's, like, it's a wear and tear thing. It's sort of, like, the same with, like, thrifting where it's, like... They know it's cheap and they know it's accessible. So, they can just mm. go back anytime and just buy something new. Yeah. Because it's readily available yeah. for them there. Which also, if, like increasingly like this phenomenon gets worse and worse and worse and more people mm. buy buy and won't wear and then they will eventually like th- either throw away their clothes or like cope which is which is a, the worst thing which a better option would be giving their clothes to, like you know homeless shelters or like um orphanages if they throw away their clothes it's gonna end up in a landfill yeah. and obviously landfills will increase so obviously like repeat the consumer cycle of course of like buying and then throwing away buying it wearing it one times and throwing away mm. or like yeah, I feel like it really depends on your... I, f- I feel like it really depends on your mindset because yeah. I feel like you should go into thrifting and thinking of it of it as like, okay, I'm going to get like new clothes hmm. but uh, I'm going in to like also get clothes that might last me like forever because these are like clothes that like are hand-me-downs hmm. but like they are, they've last, lasted like so long and hopefully they can last me like for quite a while. Hmm. So yeah, I feel like it's really a mindset that you need to like go into when you're like shopping as well. Yeah. It... It's so crazy how things have changed. Like, ever since... I think the first time you t- brought me to a thrifting also, I was like... I was like, oh my god, I never knew this was a thing. Yeah, in Malaysia. In Malaysia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like a Western thing. Yeah, but nowadays, like, you have influencers popping out left and right, telling you, like, I got this thrifter. Yeah, you have thrifted. curated thrift stores also. Yeah. I'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus. If you know, you know lah. <laughs> uh, listener, if you know, you know. Uh. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, so like... It's it really has changed the game, and yeah. but I think there are also this kind of thrift stores where they don't call it really thrift stores; they call it charity shops. Yeah, charity shop. Yeah, like bless shop. 
Mm. Yeah, Black Shop is another good initiative, I feel. Because mm. Black Shop, right, as opposed to general thrift stores where like they get their stuff from like Japan, like yeah. in bulk. Yeah. It's like Black Shop, if I'm not mistaken, it's like actual donated clothes, mm. right? Yeah. Black Shop is a good place also. Yeah. Good initiative. Plus, like the money that they earn, they give it to charity. Yeah. I like going to, although sometimes I don't find a lot of good finds. Oh, although one time I found a really, 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 really amazing brown blazer from Black Shop. Oh my god, I actually it was. It was quite really a really good find like I, I wear it quite a lot. It was only like five ringgit and I probably worn it like twenty times at least. Wow. I wear it everywhere I go. I love it so much. And it was only like five bucks. And that was a really good fit. And I feel good from buying from the black shop. Although I don't buy it from there often because yeah. it's very to me it's very hit and miss. Sometimes yeah. there are things that you like, sometimes they are don't. Mm. But I feel good buying from this shop because I know where my money is going to. Mm. Because one time like black shop if I'm it was black shop one of the time where I wear with a few friends and I asked the lady, Oh Usually when you guys buy stuff from there, where this money goes to? And she was telling me like it goes to like some, it goes back to the church sometimes. Mm. It goes back to, um, orphanages. So it really depends on like the the organization they're like licensing with. Mm. So yeah, bless shop if you want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> it's open, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. of course. Yeah, so I think like it just really you really have to do your own research when it comes yeah. to these things, and also like, I think when you want to buy from thrift shops, there's like nothing wrong with that, but like don't overly I think you don't over buy too much don't things. buy for the sake of buying yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly like I think initially we kind of had that problem as yeah. well yeah yeah obviously I will like fast up to it initially I use like buy clothes because like growing up not to say I didn't have anything lah but I didn't have much mm. much in terms of like what I fully wanted and then yeah. one day like in like 2016, 2017 I, I realised I could get like you know 7-8 things for like 50 ringgit yeah. and I was like oh Last the time thrill. I could only get like one thing for like 50 ringgit. Now yeah. I can get like so much more for like 50 bucks. So it's like sort of a thrill way like just buy more and more and more and more and more. Mm. But now I'm just aware of usually what I do now nowadays I will make a list before yeah. I go and like get what I need. Yeah. That's like for example good. if I need like new shoes I'll go and get new shoes. For example if I need like uh what a silk shirt yeah. I'll write I'll make a mental note of it and get a silk shirt. Or if I want like a shoulder bag mm. I'll go get I'll make a mental note of it. Yeah. That's true. I feel like Ever since I found out about thrifting, right? At, when I go back to like fast fashion stores, when I see a freaking crop top for 50 ringgit, yeah. I'm like, I couldn't find that in thrift store. And I just do not want to buy it from fast fashion anymore. Yeah. It really has not changed. Not even that, I feel like, this is another topic in a whole, but even looking at like Shopee, mm-hmm. looking at like things like what, shoulder bags and like crop tops, and you like, you see the same thing in like, because the, my friend got a cardigan okay. from Zara for like 189 bucks. Okay. She found the same thing on AliExpress for like... AliExpress and Shopee, it was only like what? 70 ringgit? Mm. 50 ringgit? And she's like, damn. I wasted 100 ringgit. Yeah. So I'm like, bro. But that being said, <laughs> Zara perfumes... Zara perfumes banger, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> if you guys are looking for cheap, Good fragrances, Zara. Don't get the OD toilet. The EDTs get the EDPs because the EDPs last much longer. Okay, I love Zara perfume. Zara, if you want to sponsor me, <laughs> Ebony Wood perfume. Faster. Uh. I love Zara perfumes. Yeah, but sorry, um, sidetracked. But yeah, I feel like even like you, that's another part of being a hyperware consumer where it's like, if you know you can get a good deal somewhere else, right. obviously you're not gonna pay more mm. for like another you're not going to pay more for like the same product in like a place right Right. but that being said it's also the ethicality mm-hmm. because at the end of the day if you buy from Zara and you buy from Shopee it's the same shit still come 
a child somewhere is still getting paid 50 cents an hour to make that fucking bag, yeah? Yeah. Bangladeshi workers are still getting underpaid to make your fucking... Feminism is the... is Feminism is the vibe shit. <laughs> Bangladeshi workers are getting paid 50 cents an hour to make your... Who run the world? Girls. Shit. <laughs> so... Who run the... If... Y'all... y'all Zara Intidex... Zara, Intidex is basically Zara's mother company. Okay. Y'all be talking about women empowerment. Mm. Empower your Bangladeshi workers. They have mouths to feed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I feel like capitalism and um, fast fashion and mm. like the whole like when they use like social social issues for like branding purposes. Mm. I find it so fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Like, I guess another topic that like that I don't want to go into because I, I really like think it's so fucking try hard and like yeah. But yeah, whatever. Yeah, but when did you feel that you kind of got more aware? Like, what made you more aware about all these issues? Being in college, honestly. Being in college and like going to classes and like them letting us know about these things and like just the general construct of capitalism and making me want to read more about it. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's when I started being more hyper aware about these things. And like, because I used to do research papers on like Zara, I used to do research papers on like fast fashion in general. I remember I had to do like a 2,500 word or 3,000 word essay yeah. on like I think it was Zara or like Zara or like fast fashion or something mm. I was a, it was a market analysis on Zara and like they had so much like controversies on like not paying their stuff and mm. I'm like so it's what sure have been doing yeah yeah that's true I think for me it's like in college I had this class called globalization and like I think I never really knew how bad it was probably heard it one or two times yeah. from external parties but when I went for that class and did, like my teacher showed me like Charts documentaries and, yeah, and yeah, stuff like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I saw a documentary once on landfills switch yeah. class and I really got so freaked out I was like oh my god I've been contributing to this mess my whole life and I didn't even yeah. know that but you've only contributed it if you did if you don't wear the clothes like fully like wear mm. until fucking holes already mm. yeah I feel like that one I mean it was if you throw it away you're still going to a landfill lah but at least you've won like three times. <laughs> but obviously it's still terrible. You've still yeah. gone into a landfill. Like. It still contributes to like um the what do you call it? Mm. The the increase of it. Yeah. But yeah. I think even now, like if I really want something like a, let's say a really cute shirt on like Shopee or something, I would just like really think through like, do I really need this or do I yeah. just want it to take like, a Like what you say also, think of five ways you can style it. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can employ it into your wardrobe. Yeah. Because there's no point if you're going to wear it one time. Like, yeah, unless true. you're an influencer, then you go ahead, like, you know. But who oh, are we? Yeah. I'll be influencer. <laughs> I, I want to be influencer. Anyone influencer have a masterclass? Come teach me. Uh, Actually, yeah. no. I, I, I don't want to be an influencer. <laughs> I want to be like a... I don't know. A TikToker. Yeah. TikTokers, right? Although they fucking do dance here, dance there, and do like uh, stupid fucking unnecessary dances to like, I don't know, people dying or whatever. I don't know, at the end of the day, they're still making more money than me. So, I can't blame for their hustle. Did, did you see that stats where they said, like, TikTokers earn more than, like, lawyers and doctors? Yeah, which is fucking stupid, by the way. Fucking stupid ass fucking... TikTok, if you're getting so much of this money, right, go and fucking buy vaccines for the rest of the world. <laughs> Stop paying your fucking... I'm not gonna name names. <laughs> I'm a nice person. And, you know, this is not the place to name names. But stop fucking paying these mediocre people so much money. And start doing more good with the world. Thanks. I feel like it's not even TikTok though. I feel like it's the brands that sponsor them. 
Yeah. Yeah, TikTok is just their platform. It's just their platform. Yeah, and then the rest is just like... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what what would be an advice though you would give to someone who wants to control their consuming patterns? Educate yourself. Stop being a dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if that's harsh lah, but stop being a dumb fucking asshole lah. I mean, yeah, I mean... Go and read if you are if you like okay one thing the internet if you have if you have the privilege to access internet mm. and you have a laptop or a computer or a mobile phone right you have the chance to already educate yourself and read up about so many different issues going on with mm. hyper consumerism capitalism mm. and just consumption of um consumption of materialistic objects in general so like just be aware and just always be in tune with what you need and what you don't just realize that. Is person A influencing me to buy this shit or mm. do I really need it? Mm. Like, think think about that and go through and don't do any impulse purchases. Like, that's one thing. Like, think your finances through. If you're in, like, struggling financially, mm. think if you really need it. Mm. And, like, yeah, don't buy something. If you want to buy something to, like, fill the void, mm. just know the void will always be there. Coming from experience, the void will always be there. Yeah, I think for me, it's like, in the past two years, I tried to change my mindset. I'll be like, okay, if I spend like a hundred bucks on this yeah. item, mm. would I rather put that hundred bucks aside to to kind of invest it in experiences instead? Mm, yeah. Yeah, because at the end of the day, when you die, your Chanel bag is not going to be flashed upon your eyes. It's the experiences of your entire life. You know, they say like, oh, your, life, your life flashes. What if the eyes. experience of you buying the Chanel bag will flash upon your eyes? Huh. But it's still like, oh, True. okay. Ah. Yeah. Because some people really value like designer shit. Some people will be like, oh my god, I still remember the first time I went into the Chanel store and bought my whatever Lamb fucking skin. Chanel bag. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, that could be like a pivotal experience mm. for some people. But yeah, I mean like, that one, right, also could be, like, a good one. Because, like, some people may just forget it. Yeah. You know, some people may just, like, realise one day that they're not really into, like, designer. Maybe they're not into, like... Maybe they're more into, like, the prestige of it as opposed to the product itself. Yeah. Mm. Just buy fakes. <laughs> just look out for good quality fakes, guys. Yeah. But so, basically, that's what I'm trying to say, like, like really kind of reflect back on your life and what you prioritise at the end of the day. Because yeah. you're not going to bring back that... Chanel bag or that Ferrari car when you die in the grave but obviously like enjoy the fruits of your labour at the same time just with like consideration of other factors yeah and make sure you track your spending Mm. like if you want a Ferrari car obviously it's your prerogative like I'm not gonna tell you what no no one's gonna tell you what to do with your money if that makes you happy go ahead and do it if that will fulfil you go ahead and do it but yeah just be aware of your don't bend over backwards for it Mm. save where you can yeah and spend where you can as well Exactly. Spend within your lifestyle. Spend spend within your means. Yeah. yeah. But of course, this is all based on personal opinions that we would do for ourselves. Yeah. But, you know, it's objective too. Like, yeah. don't be a dumb bitch lah. <laughs> like, it's, although it's very much subjective and coming out from, coming from perspectives of two different people, but yeah. also objectively, mm-hmm. the takeaway is just to just be smart. Yeah. Just be smart with your money. Be smart with your spending and just think. Just think. Just have a brain. Yeah. God has given all of us a brain, just use it. Exactly. So yeah, on that note, I think we can conclude this episode. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for the next one next week. And thanks again, Kushan, for coming You're on the Bye. Alright, talk to you Hello. then. Bye. Bye.